that's it. I think we are live. Hello, everybody. Hello, LinkedIn. Hello, YouTube. Um, this worked last time, so I'm hoping it's going to work again today. Uh, welcome to another sort of coffee and chat, LinkedIn Live, YouTube Live, whatever you want to call them. Today, I'm joined by the very lovely Emily Pro, and we're going to be talking all about menopause and the impact that it can have, particularly on menopausal female leaders. Um, Emily has, has been um, a friend of mine now for, oh gosh, a few a few months. And I say friend, uh, we've not actually met in person yet, have we? We will do one oh, day. Yeah. Uh, Emily's been working with me and my working with corporates program because she wanted to um, take her message out into the corporate world. And it is an incredibly important message. So just to give you a little bit of a feel for who Amelie is, Amelie is the owner and founder of Amelie Wellness, a menopause specialist. She's a consultant, she's a trainer, and she's also a certified health and nutrition coach. And she helps professional women in particular to feel more like themselves again, um, often even better than they were before. I Amelie really does help them to kind of take control of their health and well-being during their perimenopause and transitioning through the menopause and beyond. Emily, welcome to this live. It, you know, I've loved watching your, your work grow and mm -hmm. the way that you've taken your message out into the corporate world. You've moved from working predominantly one-to-one -one with individuals and, and taking it into the corporate market. Tell me a little bit about why you wanted to do that and the, 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 the support that you give to corporate clients. So, so thank you very much, Bev. So as you said, you know, we find my work with Amelie Wellness has been at the start really focusing on on the on the female leaders uh, as on, on on the coaching side and helping them to stay on the top of their game um but having spent over 18 20 years working in the corporate world in in international organization um corporate is really at uh, at, at really in, in my heart and when i saw the impact that those female leaders um was having on on, on their work and on their career um it made really a, a shift you know for me uh to support you know the workplace um and using you know my experience you know um navigating and working as 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 a as a lnd professional in the workplace you know supporting us to create that inclusive and supportive work environment so we can ensure that those female leaders and the people around them you know navigate you know the best they can you know this 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 stage of of life so, so how did you how did you transition because you're you're not I don't, I don't believe you're quite at the menopause stage yet. Where did your interest in, in menopause in particular come from, as well as your own corporate background? So it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, one on terms of, you know, the where am I on, 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 on menopause? And as you said, you know, I'm not yet in menopausal, but, you know, I, I'm starting my journey on, on, on perimenopause. And it's, in, it's interesting that we associate very quickly perimenopause with hot flashes. And mine, my journey is starting more on the psychological symptoms and the brain fog. So that's why sometimes we have to be mindful on how we associate menopause with 
because we can make have a lot of assumptions of someone is or not on menopause. Mm. Um, but how do that how my journey started, not really for myself, but um as as a as a focus for work, it started with with one person and it started with one client. Um and she came to me. She 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 was a, a professional, uh, uh, you know, female leader and uh, very top of her career. And she reached out to me uh, to help her with some health and and well-being issues she was struggling with. Um, because, as you said, you know, I'm a certified health and nutrition coach. Um, and and as we were talking and understanding what was going on for her. And let's put her name for her, like Karen, uh, just to get a little bit of a confidentiality about about her. She she was really on top of her game at that at that point, but she starts feeling that something was changing for herself. Her concentration, her confidence, feeling absolutely exhausted, um, and she starts showing up differently at work like coming to a meeting and not even remembering what was going on or losing you know the thoughts that you know during a conversation during a meeting and as she was really senior in her position she started really uh losing you know that that confidence and the belief that am i going to be able you know to turn up at work in the best possible way so so as we were trying to understand where were they coming from those um those those symptoms it became very evident and very clear Bev that she was going through perimenopause so that was a good news and why is because finally she could pin down she could say she could put a word of how she was she has been feeling you know for the last few months and like over 25 million of other women are going through a menopause in the world and from there um i discover i was very curious one to understand you know about it even if i knew about the topic due to my studies but it was not my specialty like it is today and I literally went on as many courses or webinar, you know, talking to also professionals and um, talking as well, you know, to uh, to other female leaders who are navigating that phase. And and I realized how much the impact it was one in their personal life with their family, the partners. But that was just the tip of the iceberg. The the other tip of the iceberg it was there was impact on their work and this is what my client karen was experiencing and that was really um a turning point for me as i mentioned you know i spent over 18 years working in the corporate world and and i felt for them and i thought i want you know to support them because i want to make sure that they're not leaving you know the job they work so hard you know for it because of that transition um of their life and so 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 this so this is where the reason i started you know working gradually you know with with corporate um and from an educational point of view you know delivering training um on on menopause awareness but also really specific training you know for um for managers as i'm a strong passionate about uh, leadership and and especially on women in leadership training and and then really more specialized training for men's uh, only and then also you know for for female navigating you know that phase but and using also the the coaching so it's kind of a i would say um 
an holistic approach, you know, the, the way I work, that is not just about training and coaching, but we're looking at also really a real transformation because I think some organizations sometimes can think about a ticking box exercise. Here we go. We do a menopause uh, awareness training or a policy, but there is so much more on how we can transform um, the workplace and, and, and the culture uh, around menopause. Brilliant. Now, I know you, uh, you, as you say, you offer um, solutions around all kind of training areas, training managers, et cetera. But I know your passion is around supporting female leaders. Now, obviously, menopause impacts women at all levels throughout an organization. Um, but of course, if the, if the more senior leadership are on board with this and are willing and um, able to, I guess, show a little bit of vulnerability and own their own menopause, that mm. filter as it goes through that sort of cascade down through the ranks, if you like, yeah. it, it kind of enables everybody within, within the organization to feel more comfortable talking mm about what they're experiencing. So just, just give me a feel for why you think it's so important that female leaders understand menopause and potentially model, you know, what they're going through for others. Mm. So I think why is important is there is a sense of, for them to understand what's going on. Because um, the, the one thing that, you know, the, the, the common thread, you know, talking with, uh, with my client, you know, there is this element of, I don't know what's going on. So we need to start by educating ourselves uh, and going back, you know, to, you know, our knowledge and understanding what's happening in our, in our female or, uh, you know, um, a different stage of our life. Um, and because those menopause symptoms not for every woman i think we need to be very 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 clear here that not every um individual will have the same journey and the same severity of symptoms but those symptoms some of those symptoms can have a real impact physical impact and psychological impact which then can have impact on the concentration on the product productivity on the performance so by them understanding what is menopause, what are the symptoms that they might experiencing, they can prepare themselves. And so they can feel much more in control of that journey instead of arriving a little bit power, feeling powerless. It's not they are powerless, but feeling powerless. So is getting one the, the knowledge and also the preparation. And um, because we talk a lot about menopause when female are in menopause, but I think me as an individual, I'm preparing myself. I'm curious to understand how can I not arrive at war with, with my body? And, and I think there is a lot we can do on prevention. And this is because for everything about health and well-being, you know, it's important that instead of you know, just arriving there or where we are struggling, what can we do today to make sure that we are navigating potentially those symptoms? And they might not arrive, by the way. We, we don't want, you know, to paint a very negative and, and terrible picture because it might not be, be the case. But if we are putting in place things from our health and well-being, that will enable us, you know, to navigate that better. Um, and also, I think... It helps, like you were saying, about role modeling. And there is definitely an element that as female leaders, um, we have that 
responsibility, I think, you know, to prepare, you know, the next generation of our team as well. So the more we we can be aware and aware of what's going on for us and be able, you know, to be say vulnerable and being uncomfortable, you know, with being comfortable, sorry, with uncomfortable journey, I think that will make a, a, a big difference. Um, so yes, I think that's for me, it's, it's uh, why, you know, a female leader uh, should know about uh, those symptoms and what's happening that will give them a, a feel of, uh, of, you know, of, of taking, of being in charge of what's going on and prevent. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that for me was the biggest issue when my menopause symptoms really kicked mm. in was this sense of disorientation. It was, it was like, I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't figure out why my brain wasn't doing mm. what it always used to do. And my lack of knowledge, my lack of education around the the cognitive and the psychological symptoms that are sometimes overlooked, although we are talking much more about them now, I think it is becoming much yeah. more um, commonplace for people to understand. But I think understanding something at a, a theoretical or an intellectual level is very different to understanding it from a, mm. an experience, uh, you know, a position of actually going through this. So how how can they help themselves what can what can women i mean we're talking about female leaders but we're we're really talking about women in general what can we do to to prepare you know i thought at the time when i was at my peak of my symptoms i was probably my, my diet was probably the best it had ever been i was exercising i wouldn't even say regularly i was probably exercising excessively but what I wasn't managing very well were things like sleep and stress. What what do you what would you suggest would be the, the kind of areas to focus on to ensure that when women do arrive at this this sort of transition, this metamorphosis that we go through, mm. they don't arrive underprepared and they they can kind of help themselves. Mm. I think I think like you you know, one thing that you said, you know, I was, you know, getting good nutrition, I was exercising, but you did say my sleep was not probably great and my stress. And I think this is the word that, or the, the thing that we need, you know, to focus on and is managing our stress. And when we think about midlife, you know, that time of our life for, uh, for, for women, if women is, it's probably the the busiest time of our of our life. We um, we are probably at the peak of our career. We are managing if we are mothers, we're managing our children. Uh, we are also probably a carer. You know, our parents getting a little bit older. Um, so and we are navigating uh, some of those uh, challenges that can be associated, you know, with certain part of our life. And stress is the biggest disruptor of our hormones um and this is something for me with the work that i've done you know previously with organization stress management is 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 really the the start because uh, i always say to my client you can be drinking liters of green juice every day but if your body is totally inflamed and and, and completely overstressed and you have this chronic fatigue you can have all these beautiful nutrients they're not being absorbed by your body so this is for me the the one thing that I work with you know, with my client and um, is about 
how is your stress level? How can we maybe slow down and prioritize yourself? Which is a very interesting concept, prioritizing myself. And as I work with a lot of female, <laughs> female executive and really high performing and very dedicated to their work and not only their work, but also their family, their children, their partner, their friends, but not really themselves. They are the they are on the bottom of the list. So even prioritizing when we talk about self care and it's about you, you should be focusing on yourself. This even this it's it's a it's a challenging concept to to apply, um, but it's an important one because um, you know I often say to to my to my client is. Uh, what is what and i'm not going to make an advert you know for airline but like ryanair or any any airline when we can't when we are about you know to take off they are telling us something about the oxygen mask and the oxygen mask is to be put to who first to your partner to your children is not to you first why mm -hmm. because if you don't have the oxygen mask how are you supposed to support them to help them if something goes wrong so there is this uh, this really important um uh, for me focus uh is about re reprioritizing themselves you know as a center of their health and well-being and so they can navigate you know that phase the best you know they they can um so this is something for me really really important and and it doesn't need to be just you know in the 40s but for the young generation and especially you know when you are in your late 20s 30s you know you all want to power through you want you know to prove yourself within an organization and you want to go to the next level next career move and the stress is probably at the at, at, can be a really 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 intense and recognizing myself in this you know um, um but that then in store uh, a habit about stress and then it's really hard then you know to change the root so that's why you know really really thinking about how stress it can be positive and not all negative um but sometimes we need to look at is it becoming more chronic that you know our body is on a little bit on autopilot um, and that will have a negative impact so yeah so for me the as a as a, that is a long answer bev sorry uh <laughs> it's fine is definitely the uh reprioritizing you um in the equation um, of, of, of your health and well-being. There's a theory um, we, which I subscribe to actually that, you know, we, we've been fed a little bit of a, a, a lie as women over the last 50 years. We've been told we can have it all mm. and we can have it all, but we can't have it all at once. We, you know, we mm. can't have it all at once rather. And I think that the, the, the other lie that's gone along with this is that we somehow, in order to have it all, we have to come at life from a very masculine um, perspective. That Now, I'm not mm. talking men and women. I'm not talking male and female here. I'm talking masculine and feminine mm -hmm. in terms of the way that we approach work, the way that we approach life. Um, and I, the, the theory goes along the lines that, you know, if we're trying to do our career from that masculine um, energy, 
then the rest of our life, we, we haven't got rid of that. We're still bringing all the feminine into life. So we are, exactly as you said earlier, we're taking on everything. We're taking on the children. We're taking on the caring responsibilities. Mm. We're taking on the home. We're taking on the housekeeping. But we're also taking on the career, which, of course, we, we, we can do, but we can't do it from that masculine energy. We've almost got to rethink mm. how, how we approach our career. You know, it's, it, when, we, when we try to be superwoman, we, we, we burn out. And I think this is what we're seeing an awful lot now. It's not so much that women aren't able to um, thrive and survive in in their career but we're almost being the expectation is that we will do it in a very masculine way which mm. isn't you know isn't serving us in the longer run um, and the, the theory is as well that you know when we're working from that very masculine energy that that sort of superwoman got to get it done got to get it done got to keep going got to keep going can't make a mistake can't you know got to be perfect got to have the perfect figure perfect face perfect life it, it, it's too much mm. um and that actually once we when we're trying to work from that that energy we're, we're, we're running on testosterone and of course yeah. we, we we have an amount of testosterone but we don't have anywhere near as much as our male colleagues and then um we burn out of testosterone and when mm -hmm. the testosterone no longer serves us, we use adrenaline. We become mm -hmm. over adrenalized and that's where the sort of the chronic stress. And then once our estrogen levels drop, it becomes even more exacerbated. Now, you know, that that's a lot to deal with, which can leave us feeling as I did. And I think as your clients have kind of come to you talking about feeling exhausted, burnt mm -hmm. out you know, mentally and physically fatigued. Mm. There seems to be at the minute um, a sense of the, the narrative that I'm hearing a lot around menopause. And I'm, I, I have to say, I'm so glad that over the last three or four years, we've, we've, we're hearing more and more conversations about mm. menopause and what we can do about it. But I, I still feel a little bit like the narrative is holding us back to some extent. It's still talking about loss it, we're still talking about loss of careers loss of relationships loss of life loss of cognition um you know it, it's a very negative narrative now I've come out the other side of this now you know having built a business through the thick of it I've come out the other side and I feel bloody brilliant mm. if I'm honest I don't always feel brilliant don't get me wrong I still have days when I feel exhausted and mm -hmm. you know but I've learned now actually to step away from that masculine bang 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 gotta get it done and take the time I need I've just come back off a lovely five-day cruise which was my opportunity to recharge how do we change the narrative from this sense of loss this sense of I'm no longer capable mm. I'm no longer fertile therefore I'm no longer feminine I'm no longer whatever how do we change that you talked about empowering people earlier mm. what, do, what do we need to be talking about mm. to give I, I guess to rebrand menopause from mm. this loss to to something wonderful that we're gaining mm. Mm. I think it's in, is is interesting what you, you just said, Bev, about you know the sometimes the, the branding that uh, that we associate the branding associated you know with with menopause that is is a loss, is a grief, you know it feels really like a roller coaster and, and negative. 
and he and he is you know to an extent you know for a lot of individuals and he's and is the journey of of that perimenopause up to where we reach you know menopause and then when we pass that when we are on postmenopause like you know you're describing it's it's a different phase but even if you know that first phase can be feel like a roller coaster we have an opportunity to rethink the narrative on how we can approach that roller coaster and not wait for the postmenopausal to think differently about menopause because with some of the clients that I have, one of my clients spent 14 years in perimenopause. That's pretty long mm. to, and, and is, and I think, I think what is important is, um, we, and in the work I do, I'm not, we're not trying to say that it's going to be a fun ride and not because is it have that, that element of, like you said, loss, but as those female leaders who have, and I think for all, all female, we have managed to navigate life and the challenges of life up to that stage with a lot of strengths, a lot of resilience. And sometimes we are not recognizing how strong and powerful and, and powerful we are. Um, and I think for me, the what is important is re rethink the, the pers- rethink menopause from a different perspective and acknowledge that yes. Am I having a hard time? But how can I, how can I live this in my own terms? So there is a lot of about feeling empowered and in control than feeling, you know, without any power, feeling powerless. So I guess rewriting the narrative is very personal. And I think this is for me the work that I do, you know, in the workplace as well, when, when we look at those program with those female executive, what is the person, what is the person you want, you know, to be today, not postmenopausal, because you might have a couple of years to wait. So how can I have that experience right now in professionally and personally? Who is the person that I want, you know, to, to be? And how can I see that, that all the strengths, all the, the learning that I have accumulated through my personal life and through my work life, the resilience, my mindset, you know, I took a lot with female leadership about growth mindset, you know, this identity. This is exactly one of a perfect example. Menopause is challenging our growth mindset, challenging our ability to see that not just as a challenge and I failing in our femininity or in our work or in a personal life, but see that differently. What can I learn from it? How can I use my menopause journey as a power force to the woman that I want to be today and tomorrow? So it's a lot about reframing mm-hmm. um, and how can we create, you know, um, those positive intention for, for this journey? Because what I've seen with um, with my client um, is they having a completely rebirth, you know, is a bit the phoenix, uh, you know, but because they feel even greater, you know, where they were in the thirties, because they have that knowledge, they have this understanding of who they are and, and now they know what they don't want, which is a, a big one, this opportunity to reprioritizing things, refocus on what matters to them 
and that giving them you know much more uh, positive perspective on what do they need to adapt what do they need you know to share with the organization what do they need to communicate you know with you know their the team and how they can navigate that as 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 a not as an individual only but you know more like that how do they build that support function within the workplace but also within their personal life mm -hmm. so so yeah so it's a real work of reframing um that journey that is unique you know to you um and developing an action plan so for me i'm very much on what is the roadmap for you what it looks like we're not looking at a 20 years roadmap because this isn't realistic but what is maybe those next six months is going to look like the next year and what we need you know to put in place for the for, for them you know to navigate that phase um and then there's a lot of things on what do they do um on terms of they um, health and well-being, like I mentioned, the stress, are they tracking, you know, they are going details, but, you know, knowing better the body, because I always, I always said my client, we know better than anyone our body, but we sometimes forget to listen to it mm -hmm. and what is telling us, what is the signals when we had a tough day at work, a lot of meeting back to back, I call the marathon meetings, when there is probably not a space to have to go to the bathroom, you know, for a wee or having a glass of water. And we keep pushing, we might go to the gym, go for a run, it might not be the useful thing, or go to meet with friends, because we said we will do it. So there is a lot of that prioritizing, maybe, you know, thinking, am I not going to do that? I might do maybe just having a bath. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a time... It, it's almost a time to become a little bit more selfish. You know, our earlier adult years are, are very much about giving. Oestrogen helps us to be that kind of giving, empathetic, understanding, um, nurturing. It's, it's the nurturing hormone. And as we're losing that, I think sometimes we struggle with the, the, the identity change that actually, you know, it's our time now. We can we can leave that nurturing to an extent. I'm not suggesting mm. we turn into complete bitches. I don't mean that. But but we've got this opportunity to to kind of hand that mantle on to the younger women who, who who it's their time for, and actually take our time now to become a little bit more self focused. Mm. Uh, I say self focused rather than selfish because selfish exactly has, um, bad connotations, but. We should be selfish um, to an extent, certainly self-focused so that we can, you know, we've got this incredible amount of knowledge, wisdom, skill, intuition, everything that we've built up over a lifetime that we can now take into our next chapter. And yeah, you know, we, we let's not underestimate the, 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 the roller coaster that we are going through because for many of us, not all of us, as you say, but for not many exactly. of us, it is a bit of a roller coaster. Mm -mm -mm. But a big part of navigating that roller coaster is our own beliefs, our mm -hmm. own expectations on ourselves mm -hmm. and our own boundaries. I think we, we definitely yeah. have to get better at putting our own boundaries in yeah. place. Yeah. Um, brilliant. So can you tell me a little bit more? I know you're running a free webinar this Friday. Mm -hmm. yes. um, tell me a little bit more about who it's for, uh, what you cover and why people out there who may listen to this uh, should should join you. Mm. Um, so I think first is to start with the reason why am I doing this webinar. And the webinar is to support organization supporting those 
those individual navigating menopause. So if we want to you know, have that positive impact uh, in the workplace, we need you know, to empower the people who are supporting them in the first place. So, the, um, so this webinar is for HR leaders, um, DI leaders, and also well-being leaders um, who are trying you know, to understand what do they need you know, to do to support menopause in, in, in their workplace. Um, and sometimes it starts so by understanding what it is. And I know there is a lot of information, but you will believe that sometimes we're not sure exactly, yes, what is menopause, but also the different type of menopause. And I think because we have this uh, very quickly, we can make an assumption that is a natural menopause. So there is a lot of other type of menopause that individual can be arriving to. Um, and then is an opportunity as well to, uh, to share, you know, how can we develop, you know, this uh, positive and inclusive uh, culture uh, for menopause. Um, so then we give some ideas, you know, um, to those people leader um, where to start. Where, um, or if they started already, they have a policy or they have already a menopause awareness, then what's next? Because what I see a lot with organization is we start somewhere where we have the intention, positive intention. Like I said, we did a, a, a menopause awareness workshop, but how do we sustain the momentum? And especially we, we are in November and October was a big focus on menopause. Everybody's talking about it. Is it in the center of the well-being calendar? And then that's it. But mm. menopause is not just one day, it's not just one month, it's 365 days of the year for individuals and going through menopause, but also the colleagues. So the workshop, it's a great opportunity for them, you know, to kickstart or to continue their journey um, and see what else can they do. Um, so that so that that's why you know I'm doing I'm, I'm doing this webinar and also also hearing what I found very useful Bev um, is hearing what where they are now what do what they've done that has been working what have not been working so mm. I love having their voice you know um, as well so so then you know I understand the evolution of, of of that topic that I'm very passionate about within the workplace because um, we've seen for the last you know four or five years so many things moving and it's great um, and I think we can learn from best practices and I think this is the other work that I do with organization by them talking to each other uh, so we are not sometimes trying to reinvent the wheel but you know what is working what is not working brilliant so that's on this Friday Friday 17th. Friday at 11 a.m um so is uh, just before lunchtime um and uh, we have an opportunity and, and it's, 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 it's an hour um brilliant. and it's and it's life and, and it's free and this is my way you know to give back you know to to, to, to the organization and to this uh, people leader Brilliant. Well, if you give me a link to the uh, registration page, I'll drop that in the comments, both on YouTube and on LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to go and join that, I know the work that Amelie does. I know it'll be value packed. I think sometimes with organizations, they know they need to do something, but they don't know where to start yeah. or yeah. how to approach this. So Amelie's webinar will be a great stepping stone into what next. And because, as, as you say, you, you have different organizations coming in and they'll all be at a different stage in their mm -hmm. 
um, organizational menopause journey. It's sharing that best practice, sharing what worked, what didn't work, the impact that it's had, such yeah. a lot of value in, in that hour. So um, if you are in the HR world, L&D world, the well-being world, the corporate world, do um, do head along and register for Amelie's workshop because I know that you will get a lot out of it. Amelie, it's been brilliant watching your, your journey evolve. Um, this is... This is a space that really does still need to have mm. have people coming into it and sh you know raising raising the profile of menopause in the workplace. I think we have to understand that menopause as much as we would love to contain the impact of menopause to the home and and become a completely different person when we come into work it doesn't work like that we mm -hmm. cannot compartmentalize mm -hmm. our lives menopause impacts not just the person experiencing it but partners yeah. family friends and work colleagues as well and mm -hmm. when we consider that more than 80 percent of those experiencing menopause are in work it makes absolute sense for organizations to really understand how they can support and keep their their menopausal workforce performing at their best and I know you do amazing work to help that happen Emily thank you so much for joining me I hope if you've watched this um if you're watching this on, on replay, if you've got comments, drop them in the comments section and we will, ask, you know, we'll I'll try that again. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we will respond. Uh, if you've got questions for either Emily or for me, mm -mm. do do please um, drop them in there as well. And if working with corporate organizations is something that you're interested in, if you're a wellness practitioner in any discipline, um, and you're wanting to do, you know, exactly what uh, Amelie is doing now and getting your message in front of a corporate audience, drop me a DM. Uh, the doors are closing this Friday on my Working With Corporates program, which is designed to give you a strategy to help you navigate the sometimes confusing world of how do you get in front of corporate clients. Uh, give me a shout. I'm more than happy to chat through that. Um, I remember, Emily, you once said it was like having me sat on your shoulder uh, <laughs> reminding you what to do, which was lovely. Um, I'm probably not very comfortable for you, but... Um, Brilliant. Emily, thank you so thank much. You so Is much. there anything, last, last comment you want to add before we close? No, I think, you know, I, I just want, you know, to to support those those individuals, you know, to not think that is, like we said, you know, is the end of their career and the end of their life, but uh, a great new new chapter. And they have the power, you know, to decide how do they want, you know, that chapter to start. And uh, so that's why. So I think it's, uh, it's um, that's why I'm very passionate about this. So yeah. if you have any question, feel free. You know, don't stay, don't don't stay feeling alone and powerless because uh, there is solutions and there is options. Absolutely. Thank Brilliant. you so much. Andy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Take care, Take everyone. Take care. Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye. Bye bye.